This is the John Oakley Show podcast. People were running up and down the streets looting. They started it in one area of the town, probably about 20 blocks away, and nobody really figured it. they'd let it you know, expand so far. And uh, what happened was it was, uh, you know, lots of, you know, roaming gangs and stuff like that. And they just started shooting out our windows and then uh, breaking through the glass and the security systems and stuff. And they basically totaled the entire store. They broke every piece of glass in the store. So, And I'm guessing then took whatever it is you had on display. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, they were in there for out, in and out like an hour or half, half, you know, half hour to an hour. You know, carrying out, you know, uh, you know, like uh, baskets full of stuff and boxes and stuff. And uh, I think, you know, the police were just like outgunned and outnumbered, and uh, they were really fearful for their life too, because these people were all armed. Uh, you know, some uh, had, one had a machine gun and. They were shooting through the doors and stuff like that, and people were really running in fear for their lives. Did you witness this yourself, Lloyd? Uh, yeah, some of it I did. My my son, who lives above the store, witnessed the, the whole thing, where uh, people were eight people like jumped out of a van and all were armed, and uh, they all had nylon masks on their face, and it was more. It wasn't really the you know, the real protesters. It was more like you know looters taking advantage of the protests. You know, I think to do something like that because it seems like they had a plan to they hit a lot of stores along here. You know, so right. You were saying in a nicer part of town, so they really migrated or targeted specifically that part of town and those businesses. Yeah, they started out probably about twenty, thirty, thirty, forty blocks away, and then they came up to a major street, Lake Street, that runs east west and uh, goes underneath the freeway, and they came. Oh, at least you know, fifteen, twenty blocks. Uh, we you know more than that. They thought they would have, you know, we thought they would have blocked it off. I really didn't think they'd come that far, but they did, and it was uh, you know just real chaos uh, all night long. It was you know something that you just you'd think you'd see in a movie. It's crazy. And the police, you were saying the police were impotent to stop it because they were worried for their own safety because these people were well armed. Yeah, I I really think they were they were trying their hardest to do it, and it was. But I think they just got caught by surprise. They're they're outgunned and outnumbered, and uh, it was kind of a free for all for the you know for the crooks that night. And it's uh, just a real sad day for Minneapolis. A very you know very very sad day in the history of this town. There were some establishments, or at least I've read heard accounts that there were people who were trying to defend their businesses or their premises. Uh, how that worked? Were they any any successful in that regard? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, one a real sad story, uh, a gentleman I know with another shop about back where this thing started, uh, he has a, a jewelry pawn business, and he ended up, uh, he shot a guy last night and killed him as he was coming through the door. And uh, then they had another liquor store, they had armed, you know, like guards everywhere on the street. I mean, it was just something you'd just kind of see right out of a movie. You mentioned earlier, like an L.A. riot, uh, the Rodney King riots back in the mid-90s when Korean shopkeepers there in uh, South Central were basically shooting from the rooftops and hoping to deter the looters and the rioters from coming into their establishment. So this was like the nightmare revisited for you in Minneapolis last night. Again, Lloyd Drilling is with us. Uh, Lloyd owns or did uh, Thurston Jewelers in a nicer part of town. His business and livelihood have been ransacked in the chaos. So, Lloyd, uh, you're saying you lost everything effectively. Is there something that uh, can be salvaged here? Were you covered by insurance? 
Yeah, we've we've got some insurance, and we've uh, you know the uh, you know we're we're not going anywhere. We're gonna you know we're gonna make a stand and clean it up and continue on. So when you say make a stand, I mean uh, out of defiance or just because you believe that uh, this is such a uh, an extraordinary circumstance, and you still want to operate in that part of town. So yeah, that, yeah, I think it was such a uh, such an ordinary a crazy thing that sparked the whole thing it was really sad and so it's not a normal type thing and i think if we can rebuild it uh you know we'll uh we'll be we'll be good i think everybody's learned a lot from this this ordeal was there any way of preempting all of this i mean do we dial it into uh the mayor's slow response the uh police chief perhaps the the individuals that are uh complicit in this weren't fired quickly enough uh no. the idea that no it's hard it's hard to point you know fingers and stuff what could have been done you know wasn't done i mean uh one thing we know for sure uh you know when they have a riot like that you need to contain it so it doesn't you know uh affect the other parts of the town and i mean everybody was uh it was everybody was on high alert but there just weren't enough people around to control it i understand the governor is calling in the national guard i i hope they do we need it i mean we need this national guard bad i tell you because uh it's it's going to blow up again if they aren't careful I was going to ask if you've got a sense, uh, there's a palpable fear in the community this will rear its head again uh, after dusk tonight. Oh, yeah. No, people are scared. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're, uh, I think they're looting in other parts of St. Paul right now. And uh, so this is it's a very uh, volatile situation. And burning places of uh, your establishment wasn't burned down. It was looted, correct? Right. Thank goodness, because there are a lot of buildings and stuff that were burned to the ground. Yeah, we've seen the footage, and uh, there was a case in Auto Shop, I guess, uh, that was completely decimated. There was, a, I guess, a drugstore. There was a liquor yeah, store, there, as you mentioned. There was a, yeah, a drugstore, a cub, or something like that that was burned, and you know, a cub grocery store, something like that. Was, there were some big buildings that were burned down. Yeah. Did you go and visit your establishment in the aftermath? Oh, I was here last night at, you know, 3 in the morning, yeah. I mean, you know, trying to lock it down and, you know, hang out and try to save it you know so been here all night long at any point did you fear for your life oh yeah coming down absolutely getting here absolutely it was uh you know i mean we were told you know we couldn't guarantee your safety coming down here so you know it was uh somebody just you know decided we got to come down and try to save it you know, I was curious when you mentioned earlier somebody that you knew with the jewelry pawn shop and shot a fellow coming through his door into the establishment. Uh, there's a thing called castle law, but I don't think it protects people uh, by law who shoot somebody coming into their business. Uh, you're supposed to retreat. Do you know about that? Uh, well, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know the exact situation as far as that. I mean, whether we have a, you know, castle law, and we definitely don't have one in Minnesota. Uh, but for the, for the circumstances, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, this is something that I'm sure we'll find out what's going on here in a few days. Lloyd, tell me, uh, racial tension, uh, has that been something percolating for a long time in Minneapolis, St. Paul, or is it for the most part, you know, just this one incident sort of uh, pricked things up and uh, amplified them here in the death of George Floyd? Yeah, I I really think, you know, it was this it was just something that really built it up quickly and really really got it going uh, you know it's uh i think you know the protesters really you know they a man got murdered and uh it was a sad sad deal and i think everybody 
you know, really felt bad, whether black or white. And, uh, you know, it's just, and it just blew up into this thing. And, uh, you know, it's, everybody's trying to, trying to get by. So what will it take to diffuse this now, satisfactory, tamp down, uh, you know, the, the emotions running rampant? Yeah, I, I really think, uh, you know, they, I don't know. I mean, they got to calm down a few nights. I think Jesse Jackson was flying into town trying to calm it down. And I think, uh, you know, they need to bring in the National Guard and just, you know, because there's some people are really taking advantage of the situation, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, they, who really aren't protesting. They're just creating havoc. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.